What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And we're going to have a bit more movie and TV news. Uh, the Thor trailer came out. I'm very excited. Whoop, whoop. Oh, yeah. But before we talk about that movie news, let's go into... Uh, let's get things kicked off with a bit of an icebreaker. Our question of the day for the Newsreel. Uh, we saw you know, a little bit of news... On Instagram, apparently Hayden Christensen, you know, he plays or he played Anakin in the prequel Star Wars movies. Uh, he w- he watched the Clone Wars and Rebels to prepare for his return as Darth Vader in the upcoming series for Obi-Wan. Which is pretty crazy to me because I haven't seen any of Rebels. And I've seen, for the most part, like every season of... Clone Wars. I think I maybe skipped a few episodes just because I felt like they were filler. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's you know that's dedication right there. <laughs> you know that what is, I mean? Hey, you know sometimes you gotta do your homework, right? He and he should. I'm glad he watched Clone Wars because I really like Anakin in Clone Wars specifically, and so I feel like that's a that's a good decision by him for sure. Uh, but our question of the day is. Have you ever watched, have you ever done a complete rewatch of a previous season of a television show in preparation of a new season? Or uh, if you have, which TV show are you the most proud to share? If, and if you don't have that, you know, it, whatever your most recent show is. Or even movie, right? Yeah, or movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, with I mean, we're we're talking about um, obviously the new uh, Star Wars show, or whatever, and that's why we kind of geared this one towards TV. Uh, for me, I, you know, I want to. I first of all, I'm a chronic uh, rewatcher of a lot of things, <clears throat> Friends, uh, The Office, all that. But really, the one that I was very intentional about, I feel like the rewatching of previous seasons in preparation of a new season of TV. Uh, can be traced to Game of Thrones. I want to say that I did that multiple times in that uh, for in preparation for season two, I did a complete season one rewatch. For season three, I did season ones and two. So I literally would do that for every new season of Game of Thrones. I mean, until like towards the end where it, it became, I, I didn't have as much time, so I would just watch the previous season. But that one, w- that show was really the one that kicked it off for me. Uh, most recently, the one that I've actually completed, I've done the whole entire Better Call Saul rewatch. I completed that. I think I shared that last week on one of our episodes. And I have a current one now. I started season one of, based off of the newsreel from last week, Stranger Things. Ooh, Stranger yeah, Things. Dude. Yeah, dude. I'm two episodes in. I'm not very far right now, but uh, dude, those f- first couple of episodes are so good. Just it's crazy to see them so young, the kids anyway. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite actually out of the three seasons? Because I know one of my friends. They said she said that her favorite was season one. I'm like, whoa, you really like? Like I said, season three. Uh, yeah. I I just want it to be a little bit different. I don't know. Uh, but would you still say? one is your favorite um i want to say season three was probably the best but my favorite is the first one Mm, yeah i don't know if that made sense 
but I think the first season was more memorable. And I feel like it's because I've rewatched it multiple times. Season three, I've only seen the one time. But I remember being, uh, I guess, caught off guard at how well season three was done. So that's why uh, I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to season four. Based All off right. of the trailer, too. Yeah. When does part one come out again? Uh, May 27. May only 27. on Netflix. Okay. Not sponsored. Okay. Yeah, not sponsor. I'm. Just, I just want to remember myself. I was like, was it June or? Yeah, late May. Okay. Yeah, it's May 27th. So we're about a, a little over a, a month. So if you do a rewatch, I mean, there's only 25 episodes. So was, season one was uh, eight episodes. Season two was nine episodes. Well, that extra episode was that horrible episode. So really, yeah. there's eight episodes in season two. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and then uh, season three was also eight episodes. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I, I'm. I probably won't. It's just it's that busy season of the year. But and especially with shows that are about to you know close some stuff off. One uh, a day, man. One a day from now. <laughs> Do it's it. Tough. It's tough, man. But uh, for me, my rewatch. I think the most recent rewatch I've done of a show is probably, I guess, Daredevil in terms of prepper preparation for no way home (laughs) you know what i mean because it's like you you heard the rumors and i'm like okay i'll just watch season one that's it and then i just watched like the whole thing and then it's like (laughs) slippery slope i was like oh man but punisher was so good (laughs) in season two of daredevil so i gotta watch it like at least the first season of punisher so that's kind of like what i did for uh re-watching i think oh that i I don't really re-watch shows that often Mm -hmm. um that only daredevil and arrow certain seasons of arrow when it was on uh i would actually rewatch before the new season came out and you know those seasons are like 23 episodes long so yeah uh those would take some time but i don't i'm very picky with uh seasons that i rewatch that sounds about right. I feel like that's why maybe I don't get through as much content as the normal person because I keep rewatching the same stuff. But hey, the stuff that I do watch, I like to pride myself on knowing a lot of the stuff. Uh, by the way, your Daredevil rewatch was before No Way Home. Mine ended up being as a reactionary. Mm. Yours was the pre-Ventures. Mine was the Avengers. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up, I ended up starting uh, Daredevil season one after No Way Home after the whole Matt Murdock reveal. I was like, oh, dude, I gotta watch it now. I know, man. It's official canon. <laughs> Which I'm still kind of disappointed with Kingpin in, uh, you know, Hawkeye a little Hawkeye. bit. <sighs> Spoiler for Hawkeye, but yes. True, true. I, I think at this point, if you really cared, you would have seen it by now. But True, very I'm, true. I'm going to jump into our movie topic because we were talking about the pre-Vengers, not, you know, <laughs> or, the, or the Revengers, <laughs> you know, the Revengers. <laughs> the Revengers. Are you with me, Banner? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh man um, i didn't know that we had uh what do you call it chris hemsworth on the on the podcast <laughs> oh yeah Welcome. yeah see he's our <laughs> he's our guest for today because we're talking about thor love and thunder the the trailer just came out the first trailer you know it's Finally. it's about to come out in yeah. in july so it's only a, a few months away uh and we got the first trailer first of all uh what are your overall thoughts of the, it's not it's not a very long trailer it's more like a teaser 
like an extended teaser. So what what do you feel about it overall? Um, I think we've had this discussion multiple times actually on this show. Um, I was a fan of it just because it didn't really give too much away. And uh, the thing I'm worried about is when we finally do get an official trailer, whether that be before or after Doctor Strange and the multi- uh, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I don't mm. know. Like, I feel like uh, they may reveal plot points that I'm not ready to see yet. Um, mm. Obviously, we're kind of privy to... You know, I guess we we're gonna just issue the spoiler warning now for potential Love and Thunder plot points. Now, you know, we didn't get to see Christian Bale as Gore. Mm-hmm. Um, the was it the God the God Butcher Butcher? There, I was like, yeah. it's not God Hunter, God Butcher. Thank you. Uh, we didn't get any glimpse of him. We barely got a uh, cameo of um, Russell Crowe as Zeus. Mm, yeah we kind of get to see him a little bit they teased him uh but i mean other than the very last part of the teaser trailer i feel like uh, they did a really good job of just you know just catching us up with what thor has been up to since endgame Mm, yeah yeah and out of the things that you've seen this isn't my full question yet but out of the things that you saw in the trailer what are you most excited for like that we actually saw in the trailer um thor's workout like i kind of want to use because <laughs> yeah. we were talking about it's like hey i bet you we're gonna see in thor love and thunder like i would imagine he's gonna kind of get yeah you know, he's gonna trade so i just want to see if uh he'll do a t- training montage and it looks like we're getting the beginnings of one with the the giant chains in like all the workouts and stuff so i was like all right let's get uh let's get motivated to 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 get healthy yeah see i'm wondering if they do a training montage, I wonder what song are they going to, they, they better use, I don't know. I don't like, are they going to use like, I have the tiger. Are they going to do like, <laughs> Damn it, why was I, I don't thinking know. Of, uh, <laughs> man, I was thinking I had the tiger, but I feel like that'd be too cliche. Yeah. I feel like it's too cliche. They got to do something like, and make the, make it their own. You know what I mean? But something of that vibe. I need a hero. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've seen something like that. That was in like Footloose. Footloose, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I was like, wait a minute. I feel like we've had this. this guy. I was getting deja vu right when I said it. But yeah, well, I mean, he is the strongest Avenger. Yeah, the strongest now. But um, Did you see his hat, by the way? Yeah, yeah. The strongest Avenger um, trucker hat. <laughs> trucker hat. Dude, Need I, one I, of those I totally now. want one, dude. <laughs> Shoot. He still oh, believes man. that, huh? I'm <laughs> just kidding. Strongest Avenger. All right, here's my real question, though, for the trailer. Uh, and I want to ask this question because it's pure speculation. We like just basing off what you see in the trailer, we see like Valkyrie uh, taking over new Asgard. Um, Thor, he, he seems like he doesn't really wa- he doesn't want to fight anymore. You know, he, he's he wants to find who he is and find it through peace. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, at the very end of the trailer, we get a glimpse at Natalie Portman as uh, Mighty Thor, you Mighty know? Thor, yeah. So, with those things kind of, like, in mind, this is pure, just pure speculation, so we have no insider information or anything. Uh, where do you think Thor will end up at the end of the movie? 
dead. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> flat out dead. He dies halfway through. Yeah. Uh, getting his arm chopped off and falling into like a, what do you call it? Wormhole. No, I'm just kidding. Wrong, 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 bro- wrong, wrong brother. <laughs> um, I, you know what? I feel like there's going to be some, I feel like there's going to be some tie in. I think there's a, okay, this, this may be a hot take. And this is just me just tossing out whatever we've seen in in um in phase four. I feel like maybe it'll something will happen where the multiverse will be included. He'll actually end up in a different universe. And he'll have to come out of retirement because I don't know, wherever reality he's gonna end up in maybe um like worse than what he, what, you know, what happened after Endgame, you know, obviously, you know, they defeated uh, Thanos and, 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 you know, all is right with the world supposedly, but I feel like there's going to be some sort of huge thing where maybe he ends up battling, I don't know, King the Conqueror or something like that. I don't know. Uh, This is just me just kind of bullshitting right now. So (laughs) Mm, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I wanted to know because it's just like, his character, he's the first out of like the th- uh, first character in the MCU to get four movies, four solo movies, right? Right. Well, so, really, this is this is the second one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. But yes, yeah, uh, so he he is the first to have four. Yeah, so that's what makes it interesting, though, because it's like, oh, after the third one, we kind of assume like. Usually for a character, we th- we assume that they're done, you know, mm-hmm. with that character. But this being the fourth one, and that uh, Thor really far- started feeling like he gained his footing in Ragnarok. It's like I feel like there's a lot more stories you can tell with him. My guess for where Thor will end up, I feel like he'll find himself in a pretty good place. Uh, and actually have uh, Jane's Jane Foster's Thor kind of doing more of the hard work, but he's still he's still there. I think he's gonna act more as a mentor, but that leaves it open for that if he wants to come back for a movie, or if we're they're gonna do a type of Ant Man and the Wasp type of movie with Jane and Thor, they could do that too. At least that's how I feel like it's gonna go because the last two, I guess, major appearance, last three major appearances by Thor in Endgame, Infinity War, and Ragnarok has been super tragic for him. So Mm -hmm. I feel like this is gonna be the movie where he's gonna actually have uh, that upswing finally. I thought you were gonna go with a Thor is gonna turn into Party Thor from <laughs> What If? Oh, yeah, that's what you want, right? <laughs> yeah, that's where I your want. favorite episode. Dude, that's my favorite episode of all the Disney Plus shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, really. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, well, I mean, you asked, you know, obviously you you um, brought up that he's the first to have four. Do you think he's gonna have a second trilogy, like where there's gonna be two movies? potentially after love and thunder or do you think he'll be this will be his last solo movie i think it's possible that he gets a, another trilogy mm-hmm. i would i would want him to because like i said 
Thor Thor Ragnarok is like the the first ones like I really liked him in. Not saying I hated him in the other ones, but I mean the first one he was the most weird I think. Um, I I wouldn't mind it, but considering that he's been in the MCU for like twelve years now, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Hemsworth wants to do something else. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, I feel like he was ready to quit at Thor Dark World. That's what I read, actually, that he was like, oh, man, I, I don't know if I could keep doing this. But once Thor Ragnarok rolled around, um, I feel like things changed. I'm definitely on board um, with him potentially get getting, you know, a second trilogy uh, post, well, I guess, post Endgame, I guess. Uh, but only if Taika Waititi um, does... Literally all the rest of the Thor solo movies, <laughs> because I mean this one looks uh, entertaining at least. Um, we'll see. I'm hoping that you know it's completely it, it's different, uh, but has some of the you know same feels as what made Ragnarok so entertaining. Uh, since I feel like both of for both of us, it definitely reached our top ten MCU movies easily. Um, and was coming up on top five. Uh, I forget where he landed on yours. I don't even remember where it landed on mine. But um, Taika Waititi needs to be able to do all of them because I feel like they both have a really good chemistry together. Um, sometimes directors and actors just like know what what's best for each other. And um, I feel like you know, after we watch Thor Love and Thunder in July, I think we're going to be like, dude, okay, sign me up for another couple of those movies. I totally agree. Taika Waititi needs to do all of them. And that actually leads into one of my points where I'm, as much as I like Natalie Portman and wanted, wanted her to come back, I don't feel like, I didn't feel like they would do her justice unless, you know, it's with Taika Waititi. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. like when they said, oh, Jane Foster is going to come back. I'm like, I don't know if they should do that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> considering Thor Dark World, even though, uh, you know, I, just, I don't know. Her character just didn't fit that well in those movies. And so, uh, but considering it's Taika Waititi, I trust him to do the right thing. Right. It was pretty cool. Like, you know, on, I guess the screenshots of the trailer and obviously we get to see uh, Jane as Mighty Thor wielding Mjolnir I'm like dude it, it was pretty cool to be able to see how you could see the cracks of Mjolnir from uh yeah. from what Hela did to to Mjolnir in Ragnarok and and it you know it adds intrigue leading up to the upcoming releases like okay how did it get reforged or how did it get rebuilt I yeah because in the even in the Ragnarok trailer they showed the Mjolnir getting broken so I like mm -hmm. that kind of reflection between the two trailers from yeah. those movies so it's like oh it was broken now it's formed and then you get that <gasps> like that yeah. gasp factor exactly because you know that's the i guess that's the actual mjolnir from ragnarok whereas obviously endgame took it from 2013 and it was subsequently returned by cap so yeah i need to see that spinoff though but you know i want to <laughs> see know. cap's adventures <laughs> I'll come back uh, Chris Evans <laughs> alright so since I'm the TV guy um, I, you know what it, it's, it's weird I've been wanting to bring this up as a TV topic but we actually had a bunch of TV topics that came out uh, the previous couple of weeks uh, this week's TV topic 
uh, will be on Moon Night, and actually, we're recording this on Wednesday, April 20th, and so episode four actually aired today, and you know what? Both Jeremy and I made the time to actually watch it uh, today, uh, despite Jeremy's busy schedule at, at school and my busy schedule at work. So uh, my question is going to be a very easy one, and in by the way, spoilers for Moon Knight, we're going to be talking about specifics uh, for you know, season, uh, the first season so far, episodes one through four. So Jeremy, my question to you is, um, out of the four episodes, uh, which episode was your favorite? Ooh, which episode is my favorite? Shoot. I actually really like the first episode a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a really good pilot episode. Um, just seeing Steven, like that character, take reins of the whole show i think is pretty impressive that it's like oh he's the he's not a macho man you know but he's able to carry carry the show i feel like episode one was my favorite maybe three okay it's probably in the second but yeah probably probably the first one though i but i do i like him overall so far yeah, you know what? Um, Oscar Isaac, uh, his acting chops have been p- just put on full display. I don't think he's going to get uh, nominated for being, an, uh, I guess, a best actor or anything like that. But I feel like his acting has been underrated in that he's been able to play, obviously, a mercenary uh, when he's playing Mark Spector. And then, you know, he's playing Stephen Grant. That one scene in episode three, I believe, when you get to see in real time, uh, when he, you know he was uh, Mark Spector, he needed to have Stephen Grant come back to kind of figure out the whole uh, Sky thing or whatever before. Yeah. Um, what, what was the name of the? I keep forgetting the, the guy. Kanshu. Kanshu. Yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting the name. Turn but before Kanshu did sky. that whole crazy thing to figure out how the stars were aligned 2000 years before that whole real time thing where he went from like thing. And then to Stephen Grant subtle acting was really good. It gave me, um, split vibes of that movie split. Yeah. Like Oscar Isaac, I think he's just a underrated actor overall. Like you see him in a bunch of stuff and usually he's not like the main guy, but he's like, the top of the supporting cast, you know what I mean? And he always does a really good job. So I'm glad that he's the main, like he's the lead guy of this and he's like, he's killing it. I think he's carrying the show. That's for sure. He Um, definitely is. Cause as much as I like Ethan Hawke, like he is playing that kind of standard ish cult leader guy, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And you know what? Um, standard cultish leader guy usually has one note and ethan hawk although i you know i loved him in um training day you know movies like that he's been known to be kind of uh stiff in terms of acting at times so i actually think that they they casted him pretty good uh, <laughs> because i feel like he's a, like a one note kind of guy um but you know obviously you kind of root against him and i guess that's the goal for a good villain right i mean i don't think he's the best villain but i could see how they i could see why they casted ethan hawk as uh our arthur harrow yeah yeah and obviously we got some weird stuff going on in episode four honestly i felt like the beginning of episode episode four was kind of slow yeah. a bit i was like oh 
like this episode wasn't the best and then like the second half was just i was like dude this is good yeah actually you perfectly segue i think you know as much as i love the first episode because it was entertaining you got a great introduction to uh Stephen grant and a little bit of uh, mara carroll and you got to see you know the dynamic uh of being the avatar for conchu episode four just blew me away in that dude it was totally like a modern day indiana jones type thing uh where i felt like that entire section uh midway through and you know obviously the latter half of this uh, of of episode four had a lot of suspense and adventure and everything and you know twists and turns uh, and you got to see even like more dialogue driven scenes within that whole thing where you get to see a little bit more of arthur harrow you get to see a little bit more of layla and then obviously that plot twist at the end was just nuts. Yeah. I feel like that whole dream sequence was so well done. It reminded me of other shows, um, you know, other dream, dream sequences, like for me, like the Sopranos and also in the leftovers. And I feel like the leftovers dream sequences and this one are very comparable. And those were probably some of the best television I've ever seen um, from the leftovers and for the MCU to have that sort of like scene dream sequence, the, the subtleness, the uh, foreshadowing for the next couple of episodes uh, potentially. And we could definitely get into that. I thought that those last 10 to 15 minutes were like jaw dropping for me. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to kind of read up on what react other reactions were, but I absolutely loved it. And I feel like that's why episode four, I don't know if it's recency bias, is my favorite. Mm, okay. Yeah, that was a good one. Because I do get the Indiana Jones vibes. Uh, I just, it was, it was, it feels like they're coming towards the end, though. That's what it feels like. Yeah. But uh, that little twist at the end where you say dream sequence, but is it really? You know what I mean? Well, kidding. he's no. death. Yeah. Yeah, but you know. Most likely it is, you know, like yeah. we wouldn't have the other episodes for no reason, you know, where it's all, it's all just a dream guys. Um, that would, well, that dream would sequence is, I guess, more like movie and TV speak or whatever. Cause that's mm. basically what it is. Yeah. But it's him drifting off being unconscious yeah. uh, from being shot or whatever. So he's basically in the afterlife or purgatory or, mm-hmm. uh, I guess dead, uh, at least briefly, before he'll probably get revived. But <laughs> yeah, then they yeah. were, you know, kind of foreshadowing that third avatar or the third personality or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if that, you caught that. Yeah, in the other sarcophagus. sarcophagus yeah, I was yeah. like, go open that door. I don't, I don't want to see what's in there. But um, yeah, that ending <laughs> totally caught me off guard. I was laughing though. I was cracking up, and uh, yeah, just. That was not the voice I was expecting out of the uh, out of a hippo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. I, I, was, I was expecting. I was... What are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I only got to do some brief. I was like, I was like, oh, dude, what did I just watch? I I literally got done with that episode right before I had to get start getting ready to go to work. I was actually in the office and. uh 
briefly, uh, supposedly they took that from the comic, but I didn't get like a full explanation. So we'll see. I, I might have to just watch one of them YouTube breakdowns just to make sure that I understood that properly. But we'll see. I, I'm still debating on whether or not I should because I think we talked about this offline with the breakdowns. Maybe suppose I don't know. Could potentially be like. I don't know, spoiling future things if they're if they're correct on their guesses, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I try I try to avoid breakdowns as much as possible now. Just cause I mean there's some stuff I wanna know, but sometimes like I'd rather just go in blind nowadays for the most part. Sure. But that cliffhanger does get me excited to see where we're where we're gonna start in episode five. So I, I'm looking forward to that. I agree. But man, I think we're both in agreement that I feel like Moon Knight could have used another couple of episodes because I feel like now, and this is, I I guess, the problem that the other previous Disney Plus shows have had. I feel like once we get to this part of the series, then I feel like everything's like just feels rushed. And that's the thing that I'm afraid of with Moon Knight. Yeah, hopefully with these last two episodes, it doesn't feel rushed. Hopefully they're able to resolve everything without it, without them rushing it, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but I did feel that maybe a little bit with this episode where it's coming to that bit of a rushing point. It's like, oh, shoot, we're coming to the end with Ethan Hawks. I feel like he's, you know, stuff is starting to be revealed and uh, things are coming to a close, but... Yeah, I hope the last two episodes are good. And if the ending of episode four is any indication, I think we'll be good. Because mm-hmm. this overall, this show is probably my favorite since Loki. Yes, I could I could definitely see that. I, I'm kind of curious once we finish it, like how my rankings will get affected and where I pl- uh, place Moon Knight. Just because it's, re- it's a refreshing show because it's brand new. It's a brand new story. I've it's fun just kind of going into it not knowing that much just like you said all right do you want to preview next week what we're going to be talking about on our main show the weekly reel yes so next week uh this coming monday actually on um monday april 25th uh a zombie virus breaks out in south korea and you know what? Uh, we're catching that train to Busan, and so we get to see uh people try to survive uh the zombie virus slash uh, the beginnings of a potential apocalypse um so we'll get to see that happening in the 2016 film south korean film i should say train to busan and you know what train to busan is currently streaming on amazon prime video yeah guys we're gonna also have a couple of guests on the episode so go check it out we're gonna hear all their thoughts uh, on Train to Busan. They've seen the movie before. I've seen the movie before. But it's actually Ken's first time seeing Train to Busan. So that's it's going to be a little bit interesting dynamic to see what Ken's you know first time seeing Train to Busan. And it's a Korean zombie movie. So I, I think that's going to be pretty interesting to talk about. But that's going to be next Monday. Or this coming Monday, sorry. Yeah. Uh, on the weekly reel. So our main show, episode 62. All right, guys, if you want to follow us on our social medias, uh, it's going to be at Weekly Real on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to check us out on TikTok, it's going to be at Weekly Real Pod. So comment anywhere you want. 
we'll get back to you and let us know where what your thoughts are on uh, Thor Love and Thunder and Moon Knight. So even if it's spoilers, we're all caught up, so let us know. Uh, but remember, Train to Busan on Monday and more news on the newsreel next week, next Thursday. So until then, we'll see you next time on The Reel.